The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files in session, recorded in front of a small, exclusive live audience via my Patreon page and supporters, but shared with you all over the fine world. It's my chance to take your questions directly from those that invest in me and see what they think might be going on in my head. It's not a game show. It's just TNF in session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the show that uh, (laughs) keeps on going. Happy to be here with you all. Oops, I'm doing some settings if you're watching me record live. I am... There you go. I gotta get the display names off. I hate display names, but I had to have them for my birthday show. We got a lot of people in chat live. Old Handsaw. Man, I'm tired. He's on brand. Matt Thompson's here for a bit. Pete Rich didn't think he was going to be here, but he is here. Zach Anderson is here. Taymor is here. No sign of his brother Abdul at this point. Trey, definitely not Trey, is Trey, and he's here. Other people checking in here. This is a small, intimate audience that's part of the, the deal here. This show is made possible by my Patreon supporters, and I love that. I love that. So we'll take some pre-selected questions that I have uh, gathered from my Patreon page, and then we'll go ahead and answer some live questions. One day, we'll get back to taking the phone calls, maybe even bring in some guests, some some Patreon supporters as guests via StreamYard. Um, I'm on a computer that uh, I don't normally do work with, and uh, that's been a fun challenge. It's a fun challenge when your entire uh, business is based around your uh, computers, your modems, your routers, your cables, your internet, and more, and um, one of the big key pieces goes out. It's been an adventure, but very, very fortunate to have a, uh, I don't know what you call it, gaming laptop. I love it. It's great. It's big. It's giant. It could be used to murder someone if you needed be. Maybe defend the homestead. Uh, but I'm, uh, you know, I, I lack some of the bells and whistles that I'm familiar with on the MacBooks. But a new MacBook on the way. Had to uh, swipe. Mac's, Mac, Mac, uh, Apple. Mac is a makeup brand. Apple has a uh, great deal to rope you in to buy a computer. Great credit deal. Like, oh, you don't have money? Don't worry. We'll figure out a way to, uh, we'll take it from you. Uh, but get in here. Get in here. So we got something on the way here. Uh, we got some more people checking in here. Star Wars Ramblings, a.k.a. Andrews here. Ranger Donald here as well. Uh, love uh, chatting with all of you and to those listening on audio or watching on video later. This is more occasionally, if you're watching on video later, on on, on uh, you, uh, video like it's a tape, like uh, showing my age there. If you're watching on YouTube, occasionally I'll look into the camera. This is a podcast recording. You're just kind of seeing into my studio. In fact, my camera's kind of crooked today. I'm not even going to adjust it. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to adjust it. Um, we are getting into the hot part of the year. Uh, with everything that's been going on, I've actually enjoyed the rain. I love rain re- just normally, but I've been I've enjoyed the rain because I think it's been keeping people inside and washing the streets, keeping everything clean. You know, I, you know there's no soap uh, in rain. I know. I understand this. God, if you're listening, maybe add soap to the rain. 
but I just think it, it it's kept, kept more people inside here in Los Angeles. But we are going to be uh, into an, in, a new interesting phase of this pandemic where Los Angeles, as of today, it's tough for me to even concentrate while I'm recording. It's so nice outside. Grace and I are talking about laying down a blanket, grabbing some pillows, going in the backyard, and just reading in the sun, baking in the sun. Um, that's going to be a big challenge. Everyone's going to want to go outside now. I'm not here to comment on, uh, you know, opening, closing. I don't think you should open too soon. I understand you don't want to open too late. This is a complicated time. No one has the answers. But when it's really sunny, especially in Los Angeles, that's going to be a challenge. Other people checking in here, Lauren Romo, who is uh, the uh, one who gifted me this hat, if you're watching on YouTube, Wearing a Detroit Tigers cap. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm always going to be a Yankee fan. I do love the history of the Tigers. But she sent me this cap, and it's... I have a Yankees cap. It's a little big. The Yankees cap, someone got me a Yankees cap. I did not buy any new Yankee merchandise from 1996 to this day. Big Yankee fan. They won the World Series in 96. I had a Yankee cap. It was starting to fade. I needed a new one. I did. I was like, nope, nope. Bad luck. I'm not getting too many people buying Yankee hats now. I'm not going to be part. I am a Yankee fan who doesn't need to have Yankee gear. And I've not bought a hat, Yankee hat since. But I was gifted one at my last job when I left, an employee, you know, because I was an okay boss. I was like a 70% good boss. Uh, she, uh, a young, uh, younger officer of mine named Tanya got me a Yankee hat. And it was great. But it was like a size too big. It's it's and I have a big head and she did a good job guessing. I needed a seven five eight. She got like a seven and six eights or whatever the next size is up. So I can't wear it. But so Lauren, Lauren Romo, uh, co-creator of the Galactic Podcast, sent me this uh, little birthday gift here of this Detroit Tigers cap. So look, I'm, uh, to me, it's an homage more to Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. than Kirk Gibson. So we are here with some new faces in here. Tommy Terry Green. Chris Kiefer's in chat watching live. Chris is an old stand up friend of mine and works Works in the library system now. In fact, uh, it's helped me get my stupid face into uh, the libraries to teach podcasting to the next generation of podcasters. And Chris is a very funny guy. Glad to see him here. Tommy Terry Green, Kyle Harlow, Aaron Parisen is here. Par- Aaron Parisen is a, is a patron supporter who's also a talented author himso- herself. Look up her work. Uh, and if you're a book publisher out there, come on. Aaron, give Aaron the big, giant, world-renowned novel. She is absolutely capable of writing. And already has, quite frankly. It's just she she needs that big publisher. Aaron, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on that. All right, I got some Patreon questions. I got some Patreon. I promise not all of them are related to being locked down, but we're gonna talk about them. Uh, Elvis Garcia writes: With all the craziness in the world so far this year, it's it's been crazy. What do you recommend to do uh, to keep your eyes on the light of the end of the tunnel? This is a, gr- a great question because I I thought I had a pretty good handle on this lockdown. Take, uh, you know, and when I have these discussions, like I, I had a friend recently lose somebody, lose a parent to COVID-19. Um, I, I had uh, a, lot of, a lot of people affected, that I, some people that I know, some people's kids, some people's parents. So this is, this is definitely a hit home. So let's take all that and put it, put it on the shelf. Let's just talk on a daily basis. Trying to get by on lockdown. Whether you're in a studio apartment, a palatial estate, or somewhere in between, um, I, I got to tell you, it, it, I thought I had a better handle on, and I did have a good handle on just the day-to-day surviving this lockdown. 
been blessed to have been working from home for a couple of years now. Uh, same with Grace. So we are used to being around each other. We're used to working at home. We used to have uh, having our own rhythms, our own disciplines, and all those kind of things. I thought it was good. But I got to tell you, I'd be lying if I wasn't honest. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be right. The last week or so, it has been tougher as this drags on, as this goes on. Some ends in sight. Some ends not in sight. It has been, a lot of us, a lot of people I know, little bit of a mental hit a little bit of a mental drag. So Elvis's question is even more important because three weeks ago I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, just you know, here's what you got to do. It's easy. And, and all those things work one day at a time, hour at a time. I still believe in that. Break down your days, get some sense of normalcy. Put on, I keep saying, put on shoes. If you just walk around in slippers and sweatpants, it's a mental thing. It's a great thing. Some, some days I did that one day this week. You know, I just celebrated my birthday, so I allowed myself a slipper day. It's good, but today I am. I, you can't see me if you're watching on YouTube later. I am, or you're watching YouTube live. I, I I do have pants on. I have belt and I have socks and I have shoes. Uh, and it's not just because I had to make a run to the uh, uh, mailbox, my my professional mailbox, to mail out some four center merch. Now, I would have done that regardless. I needed it. I need you need to know. And I think Elvis, what you got to do each day is you got to test yourself. You got to you got to you got to look yourself in the mirror and go, what kind of day is it? Is it a day where I feel? I'm not as depressed. I'm not as beat down by this. I'm not as overwhelmed. And maybe that's the day you have the sweatpants and slipper day. Maybe that's the day you kind of enjoy things. Uh, but if it's the type of day where you're feeling it, where you're feeling depressed, I think buckle down and try to just force yourself into a sense of, of some sort of normalcy for now. I think. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if that makes any sense. But that's where I've been doing. I, you know, I, again, I love breaking it all down. I could easily get overwhelmed or depressed right now. I just want to get out. I want to go. And yeah, 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 you can still walk. You can still do all those type of things. But I want to get back to where this isn't hanging all of our over all of our heads. Those are the days where I just concentrate on the work and I put the pants on and a belt on and shoes and a hat. Take two showers, one in the morning, one in the night. Um I'm at least a two-shower day kind of person. Uh sometimes three if I'm happy. Uh then uh I just I feel a little more centered. And just take a breath. Take a breath. I don't have the answers. And that's and that's actually why I'm ha I'm happy that Elvis asked that question because you know, a lot going on. Pete Rich asks, uh, most likely won't catch the live stream. Oh, Pete Pete is here though. Pete lowered his expectations and then then exceeded them. But uh, Pete right uh, Pete writes, uh, I hope you and Grace are well and hello to all my friends in the chat. What's the first thing you want to do when it's safe to return to normal life? So that's hey, that's a great question. And let's just say safe when it's finally safe. Finally safe. And that might who knows when. I'm not worried about when. What I want to do, I'm telling you what I want to do. I, Grace and I. We are going to go to our favorite Mexican food restaurant. We're not going to eat for like a day prior. We're going to go there. That's a day I'm not wearing a belt. Pants, but no belt. Shoes, socks, hat, jacket, shirt, undershirt. And we're going to our favorite Mexican food restaurant. And we're going to take our time. And we're going to tell the waiter, we're going to be here a while. Seven bowls of chips 14 bowls of salsa, two Cadillac margaritas each. I'm getting a tostada with the side of the enchilada platter and the sampler plate. And maybe we don't eat it all in this sitting, 
but we're going to take it, take it in. We're going to just each bite. I've had some great food in lockdown, ordered in some great restaurants in lockdown, but I, I think I miss that. I think I just miss being out, enjoying the tastes of the world I love and just being there present for a fun meal across from someone you care about. But that's what I'll miss. Mark Ellis, Josh McCuga, and I already been talking about our first night back on the Comedy Store patio, what that's going to be like. That's going to be epic. So, yeah, people in chat are agreeing. Kyle Harlow says, give me one of everything, please. Andrew Hale says, I'll have everything. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Pete Rich, who asked the question, says live in chat, that sounds like a great plan, and I may be doing the same. Because, again, I, I've, I've had a joy, a lot of joys here, cooking. Grace and I have been doing some cooking, uh, ordering in again, uh, birthday dinner from my favorite, one of my favorite restaurants, Smokehouse. It's a local Thai restaurant we've been supporting. Mark Ellis has a great plan. Mark Ellis has been supporting one of his favorite chain restaurants. He does a big order, like on a Wednesday, and that gets him through like five days. And, you know, he doesn't cook uh, as much as, as he should maybe at home. But I think that's that's a great plan, too. So that's what I'm doing, Pete. Great question. In chat, live, Alice is here. Hello, Alice. Donald Long writes, Hey, Ken, is there something you were forced to do in a different way or something that you started doing with all that's going on that you will keep doing from now on? This is a great question. This is a great question. And in live in chat, Zach Anderson's asking, does Ellis know how to cook? I don't know that answer. Let's ask him. Django's got a mango, says looking forward to traveling. Had three trips canceled due to the pandemic there. All right, so, yeah, and, it, and it's actually really kind of slipping in today. I work completely independently now. Outside of occasional little jobs, there's no part of my um, professional career that is currently generated by a, a company, a YouTube channel that is not mine or was already mine. Four Centers, tri-owned by Jennifer Landa, Joseph Scrimshaw, and myself. Afternoons with Josh Cannon and Amanda. Obviously, I share some ownership with them. Right now, after I lost my baseball gig for Flag Sports, just because economy reasons, it, it you know support the decision had to. Uh, not doing Schmodown stuff. All my income, everything is generated from where you're listening or watching me right now. This chair, this computer screen, this camera, these mics, that board, from the great people at Rode, the Rodecaster Pro. It's all generated by me, which is great and it's exciting, and it's been that way generally for the last two years. But it really hit me after I lost my baseball running gig. Yeah, I'll say about, about three, $400 a month. Enough to put some tank, add gas in the tank and put some food on the table. I lost that. I was like, you know what? I'm no longer going to think about launching the baseball podcast, Box Score Heroes, which was going to happen if the season, we were going to do it in March if the season had been normal. It's not. And so when baseball got postponed, I thought, eh, maybe I'll launch the podcast next year or later in the year or I don't know, whatever. I thought, you know what? All the effort I'm putting into writing those baseball columns, and there they was some effort, and I'm proud of the, the columns. It would be all during the week, but sometimes I'd have to sit down and write them for eight hours on a Sunday. All that energy. I'm putting it into my stuff. And around this same time, again, because I have to. I have to. I have no options. 
This pandemic has created that kind of situation where I have to record remotely, and it's it's created uh, the need for, you know, I got the camera, and it was just starting to do some live stream stuff with StreamYard right before. Now it's going. Now everyone in my business is live streaming, and it can get kind of, I don't know, it's kind of exhausting to dance this minefield of everyone's live stream schedules. I just do my thing. If you want to watch, you watch. If you don't, you don't. But an offer came to do a little gig, a one kind of a one little project gig for a company I've, I've done some work for before. And that's what it would have been. It would have been a, a good solid week's worth of work for one video that would have gotten lost in the shuffle. Probably would have gotten some bad YouTube comments and Twitter uh, comments at me. Um, the pay was would have been, you know, one week, one week worth of food maybe. And... I didn't respond back to the email. I responded back to the person and said, hey, uh, I'll consider something down the line. But I said to myself, this is what's changed right now. I'm putting all that energy into myself. I'm putting that all into into me. Um, sometimes I think you have to be selfish. It's a good selfish. And this is one of those cases. I always talk about blood on the tracks. This is one of those cases. So what I've done this week is I, 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 I've got to put every day I've got invested into my businesses. Um, Patreon's part of that business, uh, the live streams, Twitch channels, uh, preparing, getting more prepared for shows. Uh, the box score heroes is going to have more written things where normally I just freeform as a broadcaster. That's what I'm doing for me. And that's very personal for me. I, I, I sometimes like to try to focus this on, on something global. So if you're listening, if you're in the UK, like our friend Jason Humphreys, who's watching right now live and, he doesn't have a podcast business going, but some, I want to I want to try to take my personal experiences and relate it to my listeners. But I, this is what this one's for me, and I am. It's not just about daily discipline; it's just about the daily drive to take care of my business. And in the past, in the past, I've been reliant on those companies, too reliant. And so what happened is when they started going a little wonky, screen junkies. It felt it destroyed me. No fault of anyone's but mine. Then when I jumped ship to a great opportunity, and that ended up being not a great not a great place to work at for me, that destroyed me. And then it was whisked away from me. I had nothing underneath my feet. Nothing. That's where I'm at. And that has come out of this pandemic forcing me to this chair and this microphone every day. Much like when I lost the Collider gig and I ended up writing Why We Love Star Wars. I had no other option. What do you want to do? Or just you <clears throat> go get some shifts at Starbucks and build your career up there. Which, by the way, work is work. And if i got to do that, i got to do that. But I'm just talking for myself. That and the pandemic situation, the lockdown situation, take away all the pain, the suffering, the death, all those things that, that I can't factor into the thoughts right now. That's what I've learned. So that's a great question. Some follow-ups to that. Trey says live in chat, hey, how do you manage keeping uh, up with all your commitments? Outlook, Google calendars, what productivity tools, tricks, tips can you share? We'll come to that one in a second here. Tommy Green says, would you still be open to opportunities from external companies if you had a little more creative say, or are they definitely ruled out at the moment? Oh, no, Terry, uh, Terry, Tommy, Tommy, Terry Green. By the way, I found an email from Tommy, Terry Green. I cleaned out, and this is part of it, I cleaned out a bunch of emails from my, my Gmail. I found... A, like <laughs> long 
years ago email from Tommy Terry Green writing, saying he was coming out here from the UK to visit, I believe, because he wanted to stop by the Schmoes because he did used to do some work, some animated work, some great animated work for the Schmoes. Tommy, I long time. So you've been around a while. Um, no, yeah, I'm open to the stuff. Uh, no, you have to. I'm, I, there's a gig. There's a gig I'm doing on May fourth. There's, but it's a new approach. It's a new approach where, how does this build my business, or what can I get out of it? Yeah, and what what is my creative control over it? What's my say? Yeah, no, absolutely. Never turn away an opportunity. Always listen. Always listen. You never know. Always listen. But I'm never going to be unprepared for when stuff goes away. Or in this situation, I am stuck at home, but I'm fortunate where everything is. This mic right here, this is this is my job. I get to do that. But you got to put all into it. And Trey's got a great question. This is where I fail. I am the king. Let's see. For those watching live, I am. Let's see. Let's see. I have I have Google Calendar. I have a little week chart. I'm not going to. You can see it. You can see it here live on chat. This is an old. This is an old one from a couple weeks ago. I mark it all down. I use military time. You know, Wangers, eighteen thirty. Next week stuff. That's the notes. You guys can freeze frame, and that's from a couple weeks ago. I have a whiteboard, a little whiteboard calendar. I have post-it notes. I have far too many things, probably, probably, far too many things, but. No matter what you do, a lot of those, Trey, are personal safety checks. Um, I'll do Google Calendar, and then I ignore it. I do Post-it notes. A week later, I ignore them. So it, I always say things become wallpaper, and that is the big change. That's one of the things that's changing. Now, I had a conversation with Joseph Scrimshaw off air, obviously, but I just said, hey, you, you're going to see some, some Google Sheets come across. You don't even need to use them. I'm sharing with you, but it's me. It's for me to force myself every day to get into it. I, I, I am never going to live uh, beholden to a calendar. I'm never going to, you know, uh, I'm not overly organized when it comes to that. Other people are better at that. Uh, Grace is really good at that. She'll break it down sometimes by minute, uh, and I can tease her on it, but she's got a good handle on what needs to be done every day. So uh, the thing is, Trey, you could use any productivity tool. In fact, I have a ton of apps. I have a ton of apps. I ignore the apps. I'll pick up the phone and be like, ooh, I gotta, uh, I, oh, I need to download a, a calendar app, and that will help me get things done. By the end of the day, sometimes, I'm only using it for Twitter. So I have to put some, some safety valves, if you will, some safety checks for myself that I know I'm going to ignore that calendar. Like and on this, uh, for those watching, there's this next week section at the bottom of the list. There's things on this next week that have been there for a year or so, but it doesn't matter. I don't want to forget them. Um. You just got to keep it up. It's tough. And sometimes you're going to mess up, Trey, and that's going to be okay. Uh, as Aaron says in chat, ultimately you have to find whatever works for you, then stick with it. There is no one answer, right? There's what a productivity tool for someone else might not work for me, vice versa, all that kind of stuff. So great stuff. Man, great question. You got me thinking there, Donald. Good stuff. Uh, Graham Butler, the real gray jackal. Asks, money considerations aside, once uh, travel opens up again, international, where would you lo most like to uh, take a trip? 
Um, well, for you know, I just famously, infamously in my circle here, I, I have never had a passport. And I, I'm staring at it. I'm staring at it right there on my desk. I have an application all filled out, ready to go. And right before all this hit, I was in the process of going to make an appointment, finally get my damn passport, and be ready to go, be ready to travel. I, I, uh, there's a lot of great places in the world to go. A lot of great places in the world to go. I've got to get the UK. I've got to get to London. I've always just wanted to go there. I just, I, I'm not, t- I, you know, I'll see a castle. I'll see a Buckingham uh, uh, apartment complex, whatever you want to see. I just want to go take in London, take in, uh, you know, Liverpool, Manchester. I'm going to do the Oasis Beetle tour. I don't care. I just want to go on a pint, in a, uh, go to a, pu- a, bu- a pub and have a pint and a fish and chip and, and, just, and just experience another world in that small, 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 small way. I'm not one for tours and traveling and cruises and everything. I just want to, that's why I love doing, I love my travel being tied to work for comedy and conventions and stuff like that because you have a reason for being there, but it's not, all right, get on the bus and we're going to go sightseeing. No, that's fine. I've actually wanted to always do that in Hollywood. I've never done that. I just want to go sightseeing Hollywood tour. But I just want to experience it as if I was living there for three or four days. Ellis is a great travel partner because of that. Ellis is a great travel partner because he's so good at it. He's so used to it. He's got a, his rhythms down, and there's a great pacing. Even in only being in Washington, D.C., like a day and a half, we saw a lot, got a lot done, and never felt rushed. It never felt like we ran out of time, and it also felt like we weren't tourists. We just were there experiencing being there so that's why there's a lot of people in chat so, uh, Vancouver Aaron wants to go uh, you know she, she, she's uh, up there in Vancouver right good spot Brand, uh, uh, Welsh Pete uh, also known as Brand, uh, Bandbox Wales says uh, if you ever come to UK Ken your guide is right here but Tommy Harry Green says hey you'd love London visit the castles I'll give you some recommendations Chris Kiefer backs up of uh, Vancouver is delightful yeah so it's I gotta have I gotta have that answer Graham I gotta figure it out Chad Benefield writes, uh, you feel like you're a little more focused on your shows and content with a t- without a ton of outside distraction due to COVID-19, question mark. Uh, I, uh, thank you, Chad. I don't even know if that's a question as much as just an observation. But, yeah, uh, kind of going up to what I was talking about before. I have to. And, and what's changed in my industry, not to make it just inside baseball talk to my industry, people lost their jobs before this was happening, and now this has happened. Other people have lost their jobs and our industry is gone. Our digital media industry is just just weird, weird world right now. Now everyone's doing things on their own. We all have the same fan base. That's why it is a, it's a little annoying to me. And it's, I sound like a petulant, snot-nosed kid. But I, I do not want to have to worry about who's so-and-so's stream and what time their stream starts. I, I, I can't live by their schedules. Otherwise, I might as well just work for a company and be told when I can do stuff. Because I was, and not allowed. You know, a lot of these big companies, only people realize is you're, you're not allowed to kind of build up your own brands too much. You got to do it on the side or you know, on the sly, and you know, it was real tough. I couldn't when I was doing Daily Thrones. I was paid to do Daily Thrones from Anchor back in the day. I couldn't really promote it because I was working for Collider and was going to be on their Game of Thrones show. It was kind of an understandable kind of conflict of interest. I don't have no it will, but so now that I'm out and about on my own, that's why I'm definitely more focused now, even too. 
Uh, Alice has a question. We kind of already answered it here, but Alice uh, Alice Wadworth uh, asks, well, when you finally feel safe to go back to a restaurant, where will you go and what will you order? So I, I said uh, the Mexican food place. Definitely the answer. Definitely the answer. Um, so outside of that, I mean, coffee. We we make coffee here at the house We since we've uh, lived uh, moved in together. Um we haven't gone to our local coffee shops as much. A lot of them are still open. Grace and I are probably going to try it. But, you know, you don't want to go out if you don't have to. But just that routine of getting the dogs, walking, going to coffee, chit-chatting, sitting around. Um, I want to get back to some of that stuff, you know, the daily thing. And a lot of us do. And we'll get there. And we'll get there. Don't worry about it. Andy Ortiz asks, uh, have I seen the documentary It Might Get Loud? I have not. I had to look it up. 2009 documentary where rock icons Jimmy Page, The Edge, hey, from U2 and Jack White swap stories, play music, and discuss how they develop their unique sounds. I have not seen them. I mean, yeah, I'm going to check that out. That looks good. All right. Asked, I answered, but now I got some homework assignment. I love rock and roll documentaries. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about rock and roll documentaries. Even if it's a band I'm not really, really into. I'm not a huge Eagles fan. I like some of their greatest hits. Uh, you can get it. I understand it. I understand the appeal, the California sound, the Southern California rock sound from that, that day. I get it. was never a huge fan. You know? <clears throat> that documentary is amazing. It's amazing. Beatles fan. I'm a Beatles fan for the music first, but holy crap, I think as a lot of Beatles fans can attest to, you get pulled in by their story, and you know so much about their story. And on this day, they recorded this, and on this day, they wore that, and John had his beard like this, and, and uh, you know, Magic Alex is this weird guy who came in there, and, it, 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 and it's part of it. And I don't know what it is about rock music. I, I can do this with docs. You know, I'm finally going to sit down and watch the Dana Carvey doc about his uh, his show on Hulu, or the docs on Hulu about a show there from uh, the 90s. I love those kind of things. I love those behind-the-scenes stories, but the music ones give me the much. This is why, it's why Spinal Tap, this is Spinal Tap, not only is it like one of my favorite movies, but it's like, it's just like this perfect movie to me because if, if you appreciate that side of life and you appreciate those docs and you appreciate the stories that rock bands have, I don't know what it is. It's just It's just the best. It's just the best for a reason, and that's why I equate. Um, uh, that's why I equate. Uh, that's why I equate. I, I equate rock bands to a lot of things in life. You hear me. You hear me talk about it a lot if you listen to a lot of my shows, whether it's Force Center or Casterly Talk or just talking about situations. Um, the dynamic of a lead singer and uh, the, the, the lead guitarist who might write more of the songs, but the lead singer gets more press. When a band breaks up and they get back together, I've been thinking a lot. I've been thinking a lot because of some recent events and some recent uh, shows I've been on. I've been thinking a lot about Van Halen. Uh, yes, because of Mark Ellis, but also just because, you know, David Lee Roth, boom, bolts, famously. It's bad in the 80s. It's not good, the breakup. Then they kind of get back together. You, you know, Van Hagar, Van Schroen, and then, you know, David Lee Roth kind of, they had a little round uh, uh, twister and all that. Remember, they, they came back, and then they kind of broke up. Um, they kind of broke up again, you know, for the same reasons. And I've been thinking a lot about that uh, with some uh, recent uh, appearances I've made on some shows where I'm like, oh, that's right. This is the reason we didn't. We stopped, um, and it all goes back to bands, so I don't know. 
I don't know. Pete Rich um, says, uh, sorry if I missed it. What's the Eagles doc called? What is Eagles? I just tweeted out. I did a, I did my five perfect films the other day. I forget what the actual, I can, I can find that here, uh, Pete, because I want you to watch it. It's, uh, it's, it's, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Uh, History of the Eagles. Pretty simple. Just watch that. Uh, old Hansaw in the chat says, uh, The Searcher, Elvis Doc, uh, Elvis Presley Doc on HBO, I believe. That's amazing. Uh, Supersonic Doc says Ter- Tommy Terry Green. Love that. I will try to catch the Liam Gallagher Doc as it was. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Old Hansaw says, Props to you two for keeping together all these years. Yes, actually, that is that is a great... Whatever you think about U2 aside, if you want to talk music, and I love talking music, U2, staying together, working through it, taking time to go do what they got to do and coming back and always coming back together. Um, that's amazing. A couple great questions live here about music. Tommy Tara Green says, what would you rather, what band would I rather have as real, Spinal Tap or Stillwater? Oh, that's a great question. Almost Famous, one of my favorite movies. Stillwater in there. Spinal Tap. I think Spinal Tap. I think I'd I'd listen more to Stillwater's music, and they do got some great songs in that. Um, but they got some great songs in Spinal Tap. I'm not a I'm not a heavy metal hair band kind of guy, which is Spinal Tap's kind of in around. But the band obviously goes through different iterations. So, but anyways, Spinal Tap, I love oh, Spinal Tap. So good, I have to watch that again. Uh, Chris Kiefer I, uh, writes, my coworkers have started a playlist of upbeat or inspiring songs. What is your go to? Happy song. This is a great question because I often, I'll sometimes, especially when I'm doing the Kazakh radio playlists, a lot of my songs are the sad bastard style of song. So I got to force myself to go out. Um, I, I, Richard Ashcroft, well, I'll go, uh, Richard Ashcroft, uh, uh, what is it? We're making it now? Uh, is, what well, I'm typing this up here. Uh, what is the name of that song? Yeah. Um, come on people. We're making it now is the actual, I wanted to get the actual title, right? One of my all time favorite songs, uh, from way back when it's, it's an early 2000 song. Come on people. We're making out. That is one you can get, you can, you can toe tap in a car. You can sing it in the shower, going for a workout. Uh, that is, uh, a very, very big go-to because it's, I have a lot of songs, um, I have a lot of songs that I say would say are, are feel good songs, but they're still sad. There's a lot of Beth Orton songs, like "Feel to Believe" or something like that, where I'm like, "Oh, this is really kind of sad, but it's inspirational to me." But Richard Ashcroft, "Come On People, We're Making It Now" is a is a tote happen, uplifting song. That's what I like. Good question. Good live questions coming in here today. Jason Humphrey says, uh, "Oh, the the hump has this. Oh, this is great. I didn't I didn't read this one before." Uh, how and when did I meet Dutch, Dutch Allen? Why do you think a legendary Hollywood producer would bother with a lowly podcaster? Have you thought of rebranding the podcast feed in his honor? Saturday Night Dutch would be so fun. So with the afternoons with Amanda and Dutch. Dutch Allen, you know, um, started, um, <clears throat> I met Dutch, I pitched some stuff through some mutual, mutual friends. I don't know why, I ate like an hour ago. And I'm choking on the food. Great, Ken. Um, I met Dutch years ago when I was trying to make it as a screenwriter. And it was one of those things where uh, it was a work friend. It was it was a LAPD, retired LAPD officer who worked for my security company, vice president. And we used to do these, uh, we used to do these big Christmas parties every year. And eventually they, they, they stopped them for 
budgetary reasons, and they just, I don't know. They just, they just stopped, they just stopped doing them. End of story. Um, but I used to perform at them every year. And I used to perform um, first as a character, then one year stand-up, which wasn't, I wasn't as good as a stand-up yet. I shouldn't have done that. Then a different kind of character, inspirational, um, motivational speaker character named Carver T. Colton. I used to, and, I used, and everyone loved him. And I, for like six or seven years, my company every year would hire me. First, I was a lowly little security officer, and I would get to roast all of the big wigs in my company and then some of the clients, the big clients and everything. And so Dutch Allen was a client there. And because I wanted to make it in uh, screenwriting, um, this guy, Bill, who was a, again, retired LAPD guy, uh, he pulled me over and introduced me. So Dutch said, you know, hey, come by the office, kid. Maybe I'll give you a go picture with uh, some sort of screenplay idea you got here. A big, uh, you know, I used to produce this, this, and then he ran through his resume. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I was like, Late twenties, very impressionable, and he was a great guy. But I wasn't ready as a screenwriter, wasn't there. But we he liked me, and he kept we kept in touch. And then I noticed his career kind of faltered. And so when I was doing, um, you know, we kind of he got he, he wasn't done producing, but you know he aged out. He wasn't uh, people didn't take him as seriously anymore. So and then um, uh, back in the Schmoes days, uh, when I was uh, producing over there, we we would do some stuff with like a like a pit like what's the pitch. And we needed uh, we needed someone to come in and kind of take pitches from from our crew members. So I reached out to Dutch. wasn't doing anything. He came in, did some episodes, reappeared again later on in the show um, around phase six, I believe. And when that all wrapped up, um, eventually at one point I said, "You know, I got to bring Dutch on the Knapsack Files." And I just it just felt right. He's got so much knowledge, so 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 many stories. Um, he has, uh, he, a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize cause knapsack files often operates at a, at a, at a, at a financial loss. He pays for Petey, the producer at his, um, to come into the studio and, uh, he was doing it. So inside Tinseltown, the knapsack files podcast, it's not for everyone, but I love Dutch and I support him. He's got go picture for me. So great question there. Um, Jason Tamor follows up with uh, uh, another Dutch question. Oh, wow. A lot of Dutch stuff here. Well, wow. he says, hey, Ken, hope you and your household are safe and doing well. We are. Thank you, Tamor. I'd like to reiterate what Jason said is I'm one of Dutch's biggest fans and supporters. Wow. Aside from that, how much new content do you look forward to every week and how do you manage to prioritize, prioritize consuming them? The content can include TV shows, YouTube shows, podcasts. Love to hear your thoughts. Much love to you, Grace Ratsy and Baxter. Um... There is a lot to watch. And I think at some point, about five years ago, I realized there was just there was just that. There was too much to watch. I stopped watching things. Things that I love. I didn't intend to stop watching them. I just did. And then I found this weird thing happen. When I stopped watching them, I didn't miss them. But I don't mean that in like a negative sense, like, oh, maybe that show was bad. I just, I didn't miss watching them, and I intend to go back and watch them. So one of the great examples of that is is the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I still would call that one of my top five favorite shows of all time. I haven't watched a new episode in four seasons. I just stopped. Just one day, I didn't watch. And the next week, I didn't watch. And they were on my DVR back in the day. Which is funny, the DVR eventually will be as old as, like, a VHS tape, you know. 
I stopped watching. I love the show Veep. Love Veep. Season three, four of Veep is some of the best comedy ever. Stop watching The Simpsons, which is a show which I actually believe did not, it, 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 it changed in quality, but it didn't fall off as far as people say. There's some great seasons, great episodes later on in the show. I stopped. Not because I was one of those people who's like, oh, The Simpsons sucks now. I just stopped. I stopped watching pro wrestling every Monday night. I barely watch it every Friday night, but I stopped. I stopped watching football. Not because of this or that or the political reasons or I hate the players, I like the players. That just, just stopped watching on a regular basis. And when I found I just stopped consuming all that stuff, I just found I didn't, I didn't need it as much as I thought. Sometimes I want to get back to it. Sometimes it annoys Grace that I don't watch things. You hear me often talk about, I don't like movies. I love movies. The movies that I love, I build my life around, my life around these movies and my life. So I'm, I'm like a cat. In the mid-90s to the late-90s, I would see every movie in the theater, every Academy Awards. I was the guy with the sheet of all the movies. I was that guy. At some point, I just stopped. I just stopped, and I didn't miss it. I don't listen to podcasts a lot. I don't listen to the radio a lot. I, I, I just listen to music when I can. I have been listening to the radio a lot in my car, my old Camry, which the CD player stopped working, and then the uh, auxiliary audio jack stopped working. And the Mustang now, which is even older, I do have a CD player. So now my old CDs, my old mix CDs are getting back uh, into my rotation. I'm having a lot of fun when I do get to drive on the, you know, obviously none of us are driving as much right now. Some people are, but I'm not. So it's weird, and I don't say that as any kind of... Um, I don't say that as some kind of enlightened, like, let go of the things that burden you, man. What's in your backpack? Is there too much things in your backpack? I'm saying it's a surprise to me. I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I know some of the stuff they've done in the later episodes. I've seen the clips. I've seen, And I'm like, oh, God, I got to get back to that. I got to get back to that. Stop. He's loving it. I, I have a friend. I have a friend. His name's Steve Knight. He's, a, he's like a local state senator. Everyone, like, hates him. Because um, he had an R by his name, but he was an LAPD officer, and we worked together. Um, we worked together for a while. He was stationed at the mall that I was a, 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 a director at, and everything. And um, and actually, we, we back when I was just a, like a shift supervisor, three four di- times a w- week we'd work together. We'd have lunch together. We've arrested people together. We've just and every week, our favorite thing to do was to talk about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I got him like hooked on the show, and we sit and just talk and talk and talk. I love that show. Joe Ruggiero. A lot of you might know Joe Ruggiero from the old Schmoes days. He was an intern known as Shoesy Pants, unfortunately named, before he kind of had enough of of someone and kind of bolted out. Um, uh, he and I on on MySpace and early Facebook stuff would would post "It's Always Sunny" quotes, and I just stopped. I don't know. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what it is. Sometimes, but sometimes I want to get back to liking things and looking forward to things. Um, covering some of it, covering Star Wars changes the nature of the game, right? Um, I enjoy reading comic books. I still get comic books that aren't Star Wars, and I get to those books. I'm reading that book, uh, Wild and Crazy Guys, right now. I'm reading it nice and slowly. Story of comedy, you know. It's weird. Saturday Night Live is another thing. I stopped watching Saturday Night Live the last two, three years. 
Not because I think the show's bad or need the show. I'm a historian uh, when it comes to that show. I love. I study that show. You study. Used to want to be on that. Used to daydream about being on it. And then I, I, I treated as if it was Major League Baseball. I could tell you the casts and the history and everything. I stopped. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. In chat, Andrew Hale says, "Can I have your DVD DVD player?" I got rid of my DVD player. I finally got rid of that. At a VHS, it was a it was a dual player DVD VHS. Andrew. Ooh, it's over at a Goodwill in Burbank if you want to track it down. Pete Rich says, I fell behind on Always Sunny, but uh, since I've caught back up, it's still fantastic. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to do that. Same with this. I did not see the final season of Veep. It's on my list. Grace is upset at me that I haven't seen it. Uh, Star Wars Ramblings, it's Andrews. Uh, then the whole car stopped working. Yes, the Camry no longer with us. Um, Trey says, uh, huge, huge in motor, motorsports for years. NASCAR, Indy, F1. And then I just stopped. Uh, yeah, it's like with football. I'm a Miami Dolphin fan. I'll catch a Dolphin game if it pops up. But people ask me, and I, I feel I feel like I'm being rude, but people ask me on like Twitch or something, hey, NFL draft's coming up. Who you, who you think the Dolphins are going to get? I don't know who's on the Dolphins now, let alone who they're going to get. I'll watch when I watch. And that's fine. And, I don't, and, and if you're interested, you're interested. You're, if you're a cinephile, be a cinephile. You love TV, be TV. You know, Makuga watches everything. Doesn't miss Jeopardy. I'm like that with some things. Didn't miss Game of Thrones, obviously. But that's why, again, goes the thing. People, oh, Ken, you like Game of Thrones? You should check out Witcher. I, yeah. It's nothing against Witcher or those who like Witcher. I'm not interested in sitting down and watching things. And as Jason Humphrey says, there's too much content out there. Ranger Donald, Donald Long, says, stop watching certain YouTube channels because I just didn't really care that much anymore. Yeah, and that, and that, that happens. You know, I, there was a point, you know, I'm back, I'm back into baseball. And, that, and that's the other thing, too. I stopped watching baseball, but I still had to follow it because I was in a very competitive fantasy baseball league that I'm still in. So I had to follow it to a certain degree, but I didn't watch. I didn't have Baseball Tonight or MLB Network up. I didn't check the box scores every day. I didn't do any of that for like three or four seasons. And now I'm back into it. Ironically, I got really back into it, and we're without baseball for a while, but that's okay. We'll persevere. Um and that was weird too. That was weird, but then I came back. So that's the thing. It's, it's not this, it's not this, I changed my way of life. It's just what it is. And I wonder if any of you out there listening have experienced that too. I've been wondering, I wonder, you know, I'd love to hear what you connect, reconnected with, what you walked away from and didn't know. Um, Pete, Welsh Pete says, it just happens. I was a huge NFL fan of the 80s and early 90s and watched loads for the last uh, five years. 1996, 2010, I couldn't tell you what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I have those weird, it's those weird blind spots. You know, Alice McCook and I could sit there and talk about Super Bowls and from 88, 89 and players and plays and everything. And then, you know, I've, I've not missed, it's funny, I've not missed a Super Bowl. I've watched every Super Bowl that I've been alive for that since I started watching F Super Bowls, like 85. The 84, 85 season. Dolphins, Dolphins, my Dolphins. That's how I became a Dolphin fan. I've watched every Super Bowl since. After like 2003, I can't tell you one detail about them. <laughs> it's just what happens. It's just what happens. It's weird. So those are all the Patreon questions we got. Good stuff, man. Good stuff in those questions there. I love it there. So I'll take some live questions here. If anyone uh, watching live on this unlisted YouTube link via the power of a Patreon, if you want to uh, check out my Patreon page, you can go to 
patreon.com slash catnapsack and go ahead and see what works for you. Maybe a support tier works for you. Maybe none of them work for you. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I'm fine. I am just doing my thing as best I can and making a living as best I can. But uh, Patreon is a great place for people uh, who want to invest in me, and I'll invest back in you. So any live questions, I'll take in there. Uh, Kyle Harless's quarantine has him playing Xbox again. See, there you go. Uh, you're, you're, you're back to being like a back to being like a teenager. Um, by the way, I hope the stream is where I, I, I know I'm probably having some stream issues. If you're watching on YouTube later, nothing I can do. I've got some stuff on the way to try to make it better. Uh, it's been a battle. It's been a battle. This is why audio easiest thing for me to uh, succeed at. <laughs> it's just pretty simple. Not a lot of streaming issues when you're recording a podcast. Uh, that is what it is. So, uh, yeah, any live uh, uh, stuff out there, uh, any live questions, be happy to answer those. Um, yeah, bit glitchy. Bit glitchy, says uh, Pete, but what are we going to do? I'll do, a, I'll do a speed test right now. I'll do a live speed test. Any any t- over-unders on what uh, my up and down is, what my pings are? Well, any numbers here. I'll do it here. The Finding the optimal server here. We're working. Ooh, that's not a great server to do it. Um, I'll gladly take some bets. We're, we're on a 5G network in the house, too. All right. I'm going to run the stream test live. This is live. If you're watching on YouTube, we're doing this live. If you're listening later on audio, I've uh, probably glitched out. Um what did I get for my birthday, says Kyle Harlow? A good dinner, company, and a good night. No gifts. No gifts. There's something on the way. I got a, I got a, I got a message from Bedore. Um, I rec- uh, uh, Pete says, I reckon I'm, I'm under 15. Under 25. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. The ping is not good. Download. I mean... Not horrible, but not good. And the up the uploads the problem. Once again, the uploads the problem. This is great. This is great. This is we're turning internet speed tests into a problem. Uh, live questions coming in here. Um, Andrew's saying, "What what uh, new things has a quarantine made you do?" And as someone who started playing piano for the first time, and a friend who never ran exercise in life. Uh, to be honest, nothing. <laughs> it's just made me double down on the things I already knew how to do. Uh, old Hansen says the robot leg voice makes you sound like a Daft Punk. That's fine. Uh, any recent uh, rock metal groups you enjoy? Well, definitely no metal. I'm not a metal fan. Uh, you talked a lot about the 90s era, which I love too, but I fell in love with some Japanese female metal bands and Hellstorm. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you, lately, I mean, I love I love Heim. I'm, I love the, some of their new stuff coming out on the next album. Looking forward to a lot of that kind of stuff uh, there. All right, let's get this. The speed test is done. My ping is at 52, which is bad. But lately, it's been pinging at a thousand, so I'll take it. Um, my download, I am fourteen point six five down, and my upload. Here's where the problem is: zero, zero on the old upload. That's why you all are barely hearing me on this live stream, and I could throw this computer. I literally could toss this computer right now. You guys can't feel the rage, but that's I. I am, it's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. Nothing I do right now 
fixes this horrible internet. Next up is a new modem, because I use the modem provided for me by the internet company, which looks like it's been drop-kicked in seven Super Bowls and then tossed around by some children in the backyard. Uh, and then uh, after that, we're going to have to save up some allowance and uh, open up a... Uh, uh, you know, a new credit account to get a, a, an Amplify uh, mesh network. It's just the worst. You, Welsh Pete says, breathe. I'm so angry at my internet every day. It ruined my four-center uh, four recordings the other day. <sighs> Drove me crazy. Drove me crazy. Um, that's that. I don't want to end the show on a downer, though. I don't want to end the show on the downer. That's not right. That's not right. That's not something we want to do. Um, I also, oops, I just brought some up. I want to, uh, 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 doing some typing live on air. But uh, this has uh, been a lot of fun. We got a new Saturday Night Napsack coming out this Saturday. Uh, and uh, I, there's a special interview in that one that you guys are all, well, hopefully you're going to enjoy. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I've lost a lot of, not confidence. I've just, I've just lost a lot of, I'm doing things for me now, and there's probably 14 people that like it, but that's what we're going to do. A lot of some, some silly stuff coming out, Sarah at Napsock. Uh, the live afternoons tomorrow on twitch.tv slash Napsock. And then Fire and Wine back Friday night on Twitch as well. I want to thank my high-tier supporters, Thomas Risling, uh, Lethal Logan X, Bidor, Matt Thompson, Taymor, uh, Nathan Overdale, Zach Anderson, Ty Schallenberger, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Berger, and Andrew Siner, a.k.a. Star Wars Ramblings, hey, old, old Handsaw. AKA I got a name. We got to change that old hand, old handsaw. You got to be branding old handsaw across the board. And our friend Zach Taylor is there as well. Appreciate all the support. Uh, that's just my executive producer supporters. Uh, but go ahead and visit patreon.com slash catnapsock to see if you want to support me there. Don't forget to, uh, if you are a fan of baseball, check out Box Score Heroes. You, you can subscribe right now. Uh, it's on Anchor and six other or seven other podcast formats and growing. It's been a little delay getting it out, probably with what's going on. Uh, some people not sitting at the desks to press the button to get the podcast everywhere. And uh, then uh, you can follow Box Score Heroes on Twitter as well. Uh, that is all for this week. I'm going to uh, release this as an audio uh, <laughs> podcast with apologies to those who tried watching live. And thanks to that zero upload internet speed. That wasn't good. We'll see you next time on TNF In Session, my friends. Bye.